soy Marisol. Hi, I'm Rosie. And I'm Wendy. And you're listening to Spilling La Sopa, a podcast about real Latinas, real conversations, real chistosas. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Rosie here. Welcome to our season finale episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Las Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. This is your amiga Wendy. It is official. We are on episode 10, season finale. Yay. Hi, everybody. It's Marisol. I can't believe we made it to the end. Well, the end of the year. It's not the end for everybody yet. <laughs> or the end of the podcast. It's just the end of the year. It's been an awesome experience to take on this project with you ladies. Um, and interacting with all the listeners. It's a lot yeah. of fun to hear um, from all of you when we post questions, um, polls, and stuff like that. So, gracias por hacernos el jalón. For sure, yeah. And you're so right, Marisol. We totally made it to the end of the year. And yeah, man, it's been it's been a mission. And, you know, this has totally been a learning experience. We're still learning about what is the best way to interact with all of you, our awesome listeners? I hope that we've been doing an okay job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and for this last episode, uh, we wanted to share a little bit more about us, about your soperas. Um, and so we asked all of you some questions on Instagram uh, for you to ask us, actually, things that you wanted to know about us, whether it's together or separately. Uh, so we collected your questions, and we are ready to build La Sopa. Yes, and if you have more questions after hearing this episode or we missed your questions, please feel free to go ahead and send them over, questions or thoughts. Um, send them through Instagram or our Gmail that is always displayed on our episode description, Nunca es Tarde. Y a veces nos, nos agarramos platicando, comadreando. Um, y se nos va el tiempo, so go ahead and, and still share those thoughts with us. Yes, and thank you to everyone who submitted questions. So, without further ado, let's jump into it. So, let's see. The first question that we have is, how did you guys meet? Hmm. Yes, I think I think we kind of answered this question in our, a couple of our Has fun fact Instagram posts, but we can totally get into a little bit more detail about the stories but I'll, I'll start since I know I I met Marisol and Rosie separately so I'm kind of like the the belly button of the body Ew. <laughs> the dirty belly button <laughs> the dirty <laughs> belly button but you need it you know like if you decorate it with some jewelry it, it looks cute <laughs> I, I got dibs on being the top half then you're the top oh, half damn it Marty's I didn't even the, think of that. Mari's the bushy bottom Ew, half. I hope you trim, Wendy. <laughs> well, I hope you trim. You're the bottom half. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wait, okay. So it's kind of like that human centipede movie. We're putting all of our bodies together. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, man. No, yeah. we're one body. Dude. That's one horrible. Body. I'd be the middle one. <laughs> you pick. You pick the middle. I'll be the front one. I'll be the front one. <laughs> Okay, well, back to the question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did See, we meet? That's what we talk about. Que nos agarramos comadreando. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I met Marisol in Cal State Long Beach. We were both, I believe we were sophomores we were or juniors, something we like juniors. that. We were juniors. We were juniors. Yeah, we were juniors um, in uh, undergrad studies. And we both had this job as uh, peer advisors that we applied for and we ended up getting. So they only had two spots open. So we both got hired and Yay. I had to go through this, this very torturous training with Mari. And <laughs> at the time, and I say, I said this on Instagram, like I did not want to be friends with Mari. I did not want to be friends with her. Cause I was like, <laughs> Nope, she's not my people. She's not my tribe <laughs> for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, we ended up spending so much time together in that training. It was just her and I and then the trainer. Uh, <laughs> we ended up actually, you know, clicking like, oh, we actually have similar humor. <laughs> you want to you say you want to say your story? How did what was your version of how uh, we my met? version was Wendy looked very intimidating, like she was ready to kick somebody's ass. And I was all like trying to crack jokes because I was all scared <laughs> that she was going to kick my ass. But I think Wendy was annoyed at my jokes. <laughs> Um, but but we were stuck with each other for that training but I think like day by day we kind of just got to know each other more and more 
And uh, we were like, oh, okay, yeah, let's be friends. And then just being uh, peer advisors together, we were stuck in the back uh, helping students. Uh, and so we were always just fooling around and joking around. And we do have, even though we kind of have different humor, it's kind of similar because we're both like bien pendeja. So we laugh at anything and everything, <laughs> <laughs> which is good because I love laughing. Like I like making everything into a joke because life is way too serious. And like sometimes you got to just joke around about shit. But uh, that's how Wendy and I met. And ever mm -hmm. since, I can't get her out of my out of my house. Siempre se viene a mi casa, casi a vivir. I specifically went over to her new place recently just to waste her water and flush oh my the God. toilet she several came out times. Of, I mean, you came out of the shower. <laughs> Did I waste a lot of water? I'm like, yes, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Mari's like, now I pay for the bill. Ahora sí sé cuánto se gasta el agua. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, just in retrospect, going back to how I met Mari and how I didn't like her, I, you know, I honestly think now that I think about it and I learned, I've learned so much about myself, that was a total trauma response, you know? Like, I think that I just was naturally did not like people, right? Because I was trying to protect myself, but little by little, I was able to, you know, build a relationship with Mari and, and it's been pretty cool. I won um, you over, Wendy. I won you over. Yeah, she won me over. She She's still annoying, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but we maneuver a lot better. <laughs> you can't live without me. Whatever. <laughs> And then, um, and then Rosie, Rosie, I met Rosie so randomly. Like, actually, Mari, you might be the belly button in this, money. Yes. Wait, I know the I don't want to be in the middle. <laughs> you might be the middle part of the centipede at the, right now. But actually, I was, I was um, starting my pre-doctoral internship. Oh, and I, I decided to take on, yeah, I decided to take on this uh internship in san francisco so i had to move from la to san francisco and Mari has a friend that has a friend which is rosie mm -hmm. at the time uh that was looking for a roommate and i was looking to find somebody to live with so we ended up getting connected and that's how i met rosie well, what was your what was your your uh first experience with me my, rosie? my take <laughs> yeah, yeah what's your I take think it's a, i've you been waiting i've been her. waiting to tell this story just because i think it's like it's cool how kind of things pound out like sometimes things are just meant to work out mm -hmm. but yeah so you know we I have a, a friend so on my end right I lived with my best friend at the time and she was you know we, we lived together for a year and she's like hey you know I'm moving back home I, I need to save up for law school I'm moving back in with my family and I was like okay no worries like I'm gonna find a place by myself and the Bay Area is ridiculously expensive, right, yeah. to live alone. And it was, like, six years ago or, like, however many years ago when I first moved back. And so I started looking for places, and I told this friend, right, like, I was just, like, stressed out. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, it's super expensive. Like, I, I'm going to have to rent a room in someone's house, and I, I didn't want to do that, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, you know what? I have this, this, uh, you know, my, he's like, you remember my friend Mari? Well, her best friend is looking for a like a roommate or a place to live. And I was like, oh, really? And she was like, yeah, would you be interested in like, you know, I can tell her and then you guys can connect. And I was like, okay, well, like, you know, at that point I had lived with roommates maybe like once or twice. It was a good experience. I was like, okay. And I was like, well, you know me. Like, is, is she someone that I would get along with? And she was like, yeah, yeah, she's cool. Like we went to Vegas one time. Like she, you know, she's cool. I was like, okay. And then, uh, you know, when I, Wendy and I talk on the phone and it was like a speed dating date, right? It was <laughs> yeah. like, um, what are your, your like do's and don'ts? Like, how are you when you're upset? Like, what do you do in your free time? Right. All these questions. And we just decided we're like, yeah, you know what? We think it'll be a good fit. And so I was like, well, you should come over so we can look at apartments. And so like that weekend, Wendy drove up on Friday, we met in person and she spent the night at my house. Yes. I just spent the night at my apartment and I was like, okay, I hope this girl doesn't kill me. Among strangers. I hope you didn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both of you and were like, strapped and shit, carrying and like, guns. Talking, <laughs> talking about the story in retrospect, like how weird is that? How awkward and like scary should that be? But I don't remember being scared. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, there was like a little thought in the back of my head. Like, I hope she doesn't kill us. I like, feel like when cool you're like in college it. or you're younger, like you don't really think all these things through that we do maybe now because I met a roommate too through Craigslist right I remember like I took one of my friends and she brought her mom 
y las dos were like, oh, I brought my mom because I thought you were a killer. I'm like, why well, brought my friend because I thought you were the killer, right? <laughs> but that's so funny how like <laughs> trusting, I guess we 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 could be. But I mean, same. But with Wendy, the good thing is that our mutual friend knew. You know, you know somebody who knew Wendy. So. Yeah. So that was kind of like the like, okay, yeah. well, you know, if if my my body turns up there's a place to start looking there's right a name, right blame marisol yeah the there, there's a name um, <laughs> yeah but yeah and so we looked at apartments that whole weekend i had made appointments for us it was like literally like two days of just looking at apartments we put in our application we were both students so we were kind of broke mm-hmm. or very broke yeah to be honest still <laughs> um and so we were trying to like find a place and then finally i saw this one on craigslist and she, I mean, she was already back in L.A. We were waiting to hear back from the places we applied to. None of them really like captured our hearts. But we were like, OK, this place would be fine. Um, and so I, I went to see one by myself and I really liked it. And it, it had like the things that we had talked about, you know, like Wendy wanted enough space between the toilet seat and the door. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we wanted like in in uh, and the, the funny story behind that is because we went to go see a place where like the bathroom door literally opened into the toilet seat <laughs> and she literally like closed the toilet seat and sat down and she's like oh no this this isn't gonna work like i think there was like another place where like the toilet was right in front of the the bathtub like you sat down and my mm. knees was hitting the bathtub like oh, yeah. <laughs> and i was like whatever you do just find a place that has a spacious a spacious place to poop in like i don't i don't want to feel suffocated and this is because you guys wendy yeah. uses the restroom a lot Gasta mucha agua. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> uh, but yeah so that was that was kind of our story uh, i went to go look mm. at this place i was like hey i think it has all the things that we want and i facetimed her and she was like i was like what do you think and she's like well you know she's like i, I can see but through facetime it's not the same like i trust you if you think this place is gonna is a, is a good one then let's do it and so, yeah, I submitted our application. We ended up getting that place. And so the first time that Wendy looked at the apartment was, like, the day she moved in. Like, mm, yeah. her and the moving truck showed up. And we're like, this is home. Yeah, me and the U-Haul, straight from L.A. From L.A. Mm. to the Bay. Aww. Yeah. And I never left the Bay. No, you have not mm-hmm. left. Yeah. And dun, that place dun. turned out to be a very nice place to live. We lived there for, like, what, three years? We, I think it was four, maybe. Who knows? Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it, it was, was a while. It was a long time. Yeah, it was a home until until something freak happened. But we'll share that one another day. Yeah. We'll, sh- we'll share the well, freak accident another that's a, day. That's a good story. Yeah. Yeah. And then meeting me, meeting Mari. I think we've talked about this in another episode as well. So uh, again, this mutual friend and I went to to school um, to college together. And so she brought Maria around at a, to a to a like girls getaway, like a girls weekend or Where something. Where did we go? I don't remember I, that. I don't remember. Why don't I either. remember that? Wait, I thought you said we had met at a party. <laughs> no, no, like initially we probably met at a party oh, okay, or something. Okay, okay. But my first like real experience, like actually like talking to you beyond like hi, right, was right, that right, right. like girls weekend? I and yeah, where I was we like, went. man, I don't remember. Was a long time. You just she just remembers she also didn't like you. So there you go. Two. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny? A lot of girls first don't like me. I am very easily disliked by girls at first. I tend to be more like guys tend to like me more than girls, like first impression. And I usually don't know why that is. But that happens to me a lot. So when I was younger, actually, like in my college days or like high school, I had more guy friends than I did girlfriends. Now, at this point, as an adult, I think I have more girlfriends. You know, usually your guy friends end up getting with somebody and then they kind of, you know, fly away, make their own little homes. Then the girls don't like you. Then no. Their girlfriends don't like you. Right. For sure. <laughs> I'm such a threat to these girls. Not just kidding. You're such a yeah. threat. <laughs> You're such a <laughs> They're jealous but of you. I have noticed that, though. Like, a lot of girls first don't like me or they're just kind of like, mm, I don't know what's wrong with this bitch. Um, but I'm more liked by by guys. At the beginning, at the first impression, and then after, maybe everybody kind of, it's more mutual. But I, I have noticed that. So don't I wasn't, I didn't think anything was wrong with you. I just thought you were a princess, and I was like, I can't. You can't, I can't deal with the princess. Maybe no, guys like princess because me yeah. rescatar. <laughs> maybe. They're, they're looking for a damsel in distress. Uh huh. Which I'm not even in distress. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> But over time, Mari has has grown on me. We've we've been working on this project for a year, so we've gotten to know each other a little bit better. Yes, we have. Yes. So it's been a, a good time getting to know Rosie because yeah, like it, it was always through our mutual friend 
Um, and then through Wendy, like, telling me stories about Rosie, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, she sounds cool. Uh, and I think my first impression of Rosie was also like, Oy, me va a pegar. I don't know why, maybe I'm just like very like, all girls scare me. <laughs> uh, uh, because I thought the same thing like, with, with Wendy. I'm like, oh, why is she looking mad? Like, okay, let me let me make some jokes. Type I, was, I was mad, dude. I was like, don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so what's your favorite color? <laughs> and Marty's like, should I talk more? Should I make more jokes? Yeah, yeah that's, that's something? probably what she did. Do you want yeah. me to share my lunch with you? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's what happened. You shared your lunch with me and then I my think heart I did, started. right? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I remember you sharing like some grapes with me or something like oh, that. Oh, yes. I would always carry my frutita. And Raven right now, I'm eating an apple. I'm always with my frutita. That's probably how I won your heart. Feeding you grapes to your mouth. Directly yeah, to your that's mouth. probably, yeah. You you won me through my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I am the middle. I am the belly button. <laughs> you, you are the belly button. <laughs> All right. Love, so. love through the panza. Left through the panza always. And I think like we just talked in the last episode, right, in our, in our culture, breaking bread and, you know, sharing food with people is it's big. Um, but moving on to another question that um, one of our amazing listeners posted is, have you dated outside of your culture? And if so, how'd it go? Or is it still happening? <laughs> Interesting. I, I can start off. I've gone on dates with people of different cultures um, and ethnicities and stuff, but I th- all of my serious relationships to date have been with um, people within my culture. Not on purpose, it just, you know, or at least not consciously on purpose, just kind of how it's panned out. Yeah, I definitely mm. have dated outside of my culture. So many, so many humans. <laughs> So many of them. <laughs> so many humans from different ethnicities and cultures. Love it, share. Um, yeah, I think I've uh, I've dated Native American, Indian from Asia, Black, White, Hispanic, male, female. <laughs> Wendy has been around the block. <laughs> so, <laughs> someone from Israel. I think someone from North Africa. What? Jamaican, Italian. Um. And I think like for long-term relationships, one, one long-term relationship with, was, when I say long-term, I mean like a, at least over a year. Right. Um, all these other people, I think it was maybe like either a handful of dates or three months, three months max. But long-term relationships, at least over a year, was with a Hispanic individual. And, and then my current partner, he's just a combination of things. <laughs> I think he's like native, native Hispanic and some German. Okay. So yeah, I've absolutely dated outside of my culture. I think it's fun. I mean, I love to learn about other people's beliefs. You know, sometimes I also, I think it's really interesting when I clash, right? Like when my beliefs clash with somebody else's beliefs and then that kind of gives me an opportunity to like, oh, wow, like I did not realize that my culture, my cultural belief is toxic or maybe that's a racist thought you know Mm. um so i think that that's been the the humbling part about dating outside of my culture is that i get to kind of face some of the uglies that (laughs) (laughs) i have like maybe just internalized without really like assessing it and then later when you're like exposed to other people you're like oh okay that's true that is different that is not okay or that is like a racist thought I think that's been some of the like the gems of dating outside of my culture, and, and I think that's always a, a a good thing. Yeah, for sure. I I haven't dated that many people outside of my culture, but so um, my parents are from Mexico, so I've mainly dated Latino men. So that would be Puerto Rican, Cuban, Mexican, um, Colombian. I love Colombian men. Um, um, and um, Maluma number one. Anyway, <laughs> Maluma baby. <laughs> Maluma baby. Maluma, Maluma baby. if you're listening to this, Aquí estoy, I'm waiting papi. for you. Aquí estoy. But don't tell my current boyfriend. <laughs> but, um, Dilo en español, dilo en español. Right, 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 <laughs> para que no me entienda. Exactly. So my current boyfriend, actually. And so all of my long relationships, which I haven't had many, have been Latino. Uh, but my current relationship, he's he's a half seas. He's half Mexican. He, he's half Filipino. But he's mainly Filipino because he grew up with his his mom and his mom is Filipino and kind of like Wendy has mentioned, it's interesting to Filipinos and Mexicans. I think they were, they were kind of similar. Right. Um, but there's still a lot of differences within our cultures and the way that we grew up 
but mainly in our food, obviously. Uh, so one time the other day, my boyfriend brought over some like purple bread. And I was like, oh, it's purple because it's Halloween. It was like in October. He's like, no, it's just purple. It's called ube. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like, what the? Purple bread. Yeah. And then it had like bread. yellow. It had like yellow cheese. And I'm like, what the? Like, oh. is this like Lakers? Or like, you know, like, where did you get this? <laughs> oh, my God. Damn, <laughs> right? I'm like, wait, is this like a Laker Kobe celebration? What's happening? Or is it Halloween? <laughs> He's like, no, like this is uh it's called Ube and it's like a bread uh that's made with like yams. And as soon as he said yams, I was like, nah, 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 yo no voy a probar mi madre. Como que yams y cheese? Like, no, uh-uh. And, and sweet potato, I don't know what. And I'm like, that all sounds kind of funky. He's like, you have to give it a try. And sometimes I can be very like, oh, I know if it looks kind of funky, I'm like, I don't know if I want that in my mouth. But I mean, I put a lot of things in my mouth. Not just kidding. <laughs> that looked funky. Not just kidding. <laughs> no. So anyway, so I decided. I was like, okay, fine. Okay, fine. Like, I don't want to be a jerk. And so I gave it a try. Oh, my God. This Uber thing is bomb. It tastes just like a concha. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, babe, this is not Uber. This is concha. And he's like, no, it's Uber. I'm like, concha. Like, purple concha. But it tastes really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Poor guy. Um... So that's, I think it's kind of fun to share like our, our cultural, like our, our, not our cultural, but our, our foods, I think with different people, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go to our next question. The question is, what travel stories do you ladies have with one another? Wendy, do you want to start off? I will let you do the, <laughs> do the honors. Or, okay. or who, who would like to do the honors first? I have to think about this one. Okay, I'll do the honors. This is a story between uh, Wendy and I. This was my first time, I think maybe both of our first time, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but our my first time going out of the country without my parents and without it being educational, because I had been to Brazil before for study abroad, but this was my first time out of the country just with this random girl that I just met that hated my guts at the beginning, apparently, oh, right? We were <laughs> random. At that point, we were I random. Know. I mean, if I agreed to go with you <laughs> to another country, I... I somewhat some part of me trusted you at definitely that point. <laughs> yeah this was our graduation press and we ended up going to costa rica which was a lot of fun um and it was like again our first my first time really being out of the country without like adult supervision <laughs> so that was gonna go crazy so anyway we ended up um we ended up making friends with the hotel guy right the hotel guy who checked us in in, yeah. in la fortuna which is such a cute place if anybody goes to costa rica go to la fortuna it's super cute the volcanoes there anyway point being that he's like oh you ladies should come out to el establo tonight right i'm like establo that sounds like a good time he's like yeah yeah yeah. everybody goes there and they party blah 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 and me and bomba we were like all right all right we're gonna we're gonna go to el establo he's like yeah and i'll be there and i'm like okay i'll see you there tonight um <laughs> So we make our little way out to the establo. It's a very small town. I'm sure we walked. Can't even remember. But <clears throat> we ended up at El Establo. And so I saw, I saw, oh, so we were just getting margaritas. And then I think I threw up because it was a really nasty margarita. <laughs> and then after we started dancing. Well, but you got you to gotta back up a little bit because yeah. basically you get to this place that is, it's like a, uh, I don't know, like a club, right? And like then, cowboy, and, cowboy club. Right. And then you get in there and then you pay your entry fee, which is like less than like $5. I don't even know how long. It was just less than like five bucks. But then it came with a shot. So like you uh, go in there and then they give you a shot. And then like Costa Rica, like equivalent tequila is like, what is it called? Cas Cacique or something like that. Mm, like it, it's like a cane. It's cane alcohol. So it's like sweet. But and it's, uh, it looks like vodka, but... It's like sweet and then it's like strong, right? So that's like their their version of their tequila in Costa Rica. So you get a shot and then you have to pay your admission. So then we go in and, you know, continue, Mari. Ah, okay. So I guess at this point we're kind of buzzed. Wait, I have a I have a burning question. Uh huh. There was a cowboy club in Costa Rica. They have cowboys? Well, not like cowboy, but así como like farmhouse looking. Se llamaba el establo, right? So it's kind of like así como una, una barn, right, Wumba? Yeah, like, like they, what, have, what like, they have botas and like tejanas and stuff because that's what I'm picturing they, in my mind. I don't even remember. I, it looked like um the... Were they the, wearing gold chains? I don't remember, I, but I remember like just like collared shirts, like... yeah. With the buttons like kind of open, like exposing some of the chest a little bit. I don't remember any like hats, no, but no it hat. had like a like a theme kind of like what's that one place in uh, in on Hollywood? Universal City oh, Walk? University Walk. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Yeah, it's called. Uh, what is it? It's called the um, whiskey something. No, no, no. It's like a farmhouse 
by like a rodeo yeah like, some mm-hmm. rodeo place that has like a bull that you can ride now this, like this saddle, is rack. <laughs> saddle rack saddle yeah. rack saddle ranch. yeah saddle <laughs> ranch good job yeah. yeah it was saddle rack yeah it was like a saddle rack in costa rica saddle basically. ranch Oh, saddle no, rack! Saddle rack is the one that used to be here in the bay. So oh, she's actually talking about two. Ah, okay, yeah. Anyway, so point being, que, que this guy, I guess he asked me to dance, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. You know, I'm just trying to have a good time. So he's like, okay, and and then here's my friend, so he can dance with Wendy, right? <laughs> and, and then like, I was like, Mari, I don't want to dance with him. And she's all like, come on just dance with him please bomba let's have a take time for the team yeah i'm tired of dancing with you girl like i'm just kidding <laughs> let me dance with the man anyway so then she took one for the team and you gotta tell them your experience about this one that you took for the team but anyway so uh-huh. i'm dancing with this guy and he looks kind of like a si kind of señor but i mean he just he doesn't look that bad anyway so we're dancing dancing <clears throat> i guess we get closer and then i start feeling something like like hitting my my like my thigh, like my inner thigh. I'm like, what the fuck is like lapping my inner thigh? Because um, he kept shaking his hips. Yeah, like, he kept side shaking, side, like, moving fast. around. Right. So I'm like, what the hell is happening? So like, I kind of like start like putting the dots together, right? As I'm you know kind of drunk from I guess a shot and this margarita that I took, and I realized that he's not most likely wearing underwear and that his pee <laughs> oh, no. is like hitting my leg as we're like dancing. <laughs> And his flaccid like, his flaccid <laughs> yeah and it's like hitting my leg and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like ah gross right so i guess i stopped dancing with him and i go i'm like okay i gotta come back and then i go to tell wendy my story and then she tells me her story but then we see the guy that had told us to go to el establo the guy from the hotel and then he's all like hey sabes con quien estabas bailando and i'm like no who was i dancing with he's like eres un narco and i was like oh <gasps> Because I'm so super exaggerada. Un narco? He's like, narquito, narquito. I guess he was like a, a little drug dealer. <laughs> narco Junior, Narco Junior. Yeah, yeah, he was in training, in training, con su placer as dick, you know? <laughs> in training. <laughs> and so, Wendy, tell him the story about the guy you ended up getting stuck with. I just remembered that the guy that I was taking the one for the team for was actually the friend, the receptionist. Oh, so okay. I was actually witnessing Mari getting flaccid peepee whipped. Like, <laughs> I was sitting, I was sitting, like having my margarita, witnessing her. And I don't know if this helps at all, but I think the guy looked like Elvis Crespo, Did like he? with a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then he was like shaking his hips off. And then I remember seeing Marisol's face, like, oh, like what's when going on? When she realized, like, what yeah, like she didn't like that. Like, what's going on? And I was like, uh oh. But anyways, uh, the receptionist guy ends up finding us, and he was actually really cute, and he really was into Marisol. He was like, oh, my God, like, she was this goddess he met, right? The damsel in distress. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I got to save my princess. But anyways, he he um he comes up to us and then he's like, oh, he really wants to dance with Mari. And then he's like, hey, I brought a friend for your friend, right? He brought a friend for me, right? So then I was like, Mari, I want to dance with him. And she's like, come on, come on, dance with him. <laughs> so it's dark, it's dark in the in the disco, right? So as I get closer and then I put my arms around his like shoulders, so we can dance. It's kind of like a slow dance a little bit, and and then I end up like like at some point I like look at him in his eyes and then lo and behold he was like cross-eyed like <laughs> his eyes like the proper word would be try- i don't even i don't know what the what the proper word is um but yeah he had two wandering eyes like tr- strabismus like they were both like just wandering on opposite ends and then i remember <laughs> just feeling so awkward because he kept staring at me or i i thought he I, he was potentially looking at somebody else. <laughs> and wendy didn't he say what did he tell you he's all like you're very beautiful but i was so at some point i was so annoyed i was like you're not even looking at me like you know so like who are you looking at yeah i'm like who the hell is he talking to i don't know dude it was just so like awkward for me but i took one for the team that night that's a good night i just danced with him that's all that's all (laughs) that's That's all (laughs) that's one of uh one of our our travel stories um 
I guess one that I can think of with uh with Rosie is we had traveled to the Dominican Republic and we actually met a, f- a lot of people. Um I think we one did. night we like met some people and then we kind of bar hopped or club hopped with them and then a second time we met another group of people and the cool part is that we we ended up like getting a ride from them to the to the next like to the to a local club and this thing that happens in the Dominican Republic is that mostly all people they like hook up their cars with like just big ass speakers like speakers that you see like in someone's home like a surround sound system <laughs> like like old school looking speakers so we got into into this this guy's car he was like i'm gonna give you guys a ride to the club down the street and the street was like pretty pretty far i don't know how many miles in but we're like okay we go in and then <laughs> rosie kept like playing her favorite song who, who, who sings that one song <laughs> like, oh just- my god dude i don't remember but the funny part was that before Wendy and I went to the Dominican Republic, I had heard some of Wendy's stories with Mari, right? And stories that all involve like them going to an abandoned warehouse with someone, them getting a ride from someone. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Why do you do that? Like, don't do that. <laughs> and then first thing we do, we get to the DR and we like meet, we meet some people at like, um, you know, this like little, there was a little bar by, by our place. So we meet some people there and we're talking to them. We're like, oh, you know, where where do the locals hang out? And it was these two guys, right? We'll call them Big Forehead and Curly Hair. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one of them did uh, have a big forehead. Yeah. And so and B- Big BC. Forehead and Curly Hair oh. <laughs> were, yeah. like, were like, yeah, you know, you guys want to check it out, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like trying to Google, right? I'm like, well, what is it called? Like, where is it? I'm like trying to Google and then, you know, a few drinks in and it was like close by. It wasn't too far. It wasn't like walking distance. But I was like, I think we got this. And so we get in this car and Wendy and I are like squished in the back seat because of this dude's because of big forehead speakers. Right. Like this car has <laughs> slapped like that shit vibrated yeah. your soul. Yeah. And so we get into the car and there was this one song. I don't remember if I was already listening to it from before or if he played it for the first time in the car. But I was fucking living my best life <laughs> jamming out to that song. And then he finished playing it. And I was like, play it again. <laughs> she did. <laughs> I must yeah. have listened to that song like a thousand times during that trip and the month after I got Wait, back. Wait, what song was it? What is it called? I think her name is her name is La Insuperable. Mm. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to put it on one of our posts just sure. to relive, relive, relive the DR trip. But it was hella funny because the next morning, right? So the guys were, you know, nice, whatever. We like, you know, partied. Um, and the drink in the Dominican Republic is rum. So the, the rum is Brugal. So if I never see a bottle of Brugal again, I'll be okay with that. Because mm-hmm. that is literally like all that people want to drink. And so that's a lot of what we drank. Anyway, next morning, we're like debriefing, right? We're like, okay, well, we're safe. We made it. That was fun. And I was like, Dude, imagine if they would have chopped us up into little pieces. <laughs> I was like, it would have been like another another tragic travel story. And she was like, no, no. So the funny part was that I had been talking shit. I was like, why do you do that? Why would you go to the warehouse? Yeah, I will, yo. Just because this guy had big happens. speakers. Yeah, it just kind of happens. Like, you don't plan on like, well, to, you know, when I travel, I'm going to like kick it with the guy with the big forehead, you know, or whatever. Like, it just kind (laughs) of happens. I'm going to, like, you know, be obsessed with this song and be in the back of somebody's Jeep or whatever. It just kind of happens. But, yeah, we had... It was a Jeep. It was a Jeep, actually. I don't think I said that, but it was. It was a Jeep. Well, I was thinking about the Jeep that Wendy and I were in in Puerto Rico. But, Wendy, you don't learn your lesson, girl. Mm -mm. You don't learn your lesson. (laughs) I'm adventurous at heart, man. All of a sudden, porque a mí me dices todo una friega. Why did we get in that car again? And here you are two years later. But then years (laughs) later, I wasn't too... It was a few, like four or five, five years or so later, but... Yeah, yeah, I didn't learn my lesson, but Nothing thank good. thank you so much, baby Jesus, for yep. letting us enjoy those that that car that had just like massive bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was fun, and they weren't that tall, so I did you know did some sizing up yes. before I got in the car. We did assess them. We were like, "Can we fuck them up?" And we were like, "Yes, we can. Yes, yes. give us a ride, please." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, That's so. Funny. All right. Let Let's get into our next question. So this is, I mean kind of related 
Uh, what funny drunk time with your friends can you recall? Like whether it's a holiday moment or just like a funny drunk story. I I have a story actually, and it might and it also kind of like s- brings us back to the last question with the travel stories. Um, so there's a, there's a time I, it was still Costa Rica, but this time we weren't in um the city, Mari. I forgot what city you said we were in. Oh, we were in La Fortuna. So I think this time maybe we were. I don't know what story you're gonna share, but we were in La Fortuna. Monteverde. Oh yeah, we Monteverde. were in Monteverde. Yeah. So we we went to Monteverde, and and at some point, again, reminder, their tequila is like this sweet cane type of alcohol. So we ended up having dinner at this like treehouse restaurant. <laughs> like it was like a like a restaurant on a tree and then you had to like getting two up like climbing the tree was like not that easy i can't remember it was a like like circular like stairs that were just kind of like spiraling around the tree trunk but anyways we go up there and then we we um we order food and we just end up taking so many shots of this like sweet vodka thing like <laughs> sweet cane rum but like um we took so many shots at some point Mari had gotten like coupons from somewhere else like from like a different location and she was just <laughs> telling the guys like telling that she was like paying with coupons <laughs> and saying like these like split the, split the propina or something she was like split the propina and they're like just laughing at us because we were just so like drunk, <laughs> drunk. So at some point, the guys are like, hey, well, don't worry. We'll get you guys safe to your hotel. What hotel are you in? So we're like, oh, my God. Like, in my mind, I was like somewhere else in my mind. But I was like, yes, our hotel is far, right? So then they're like, no worries. We're going to get you in a, in a, in a taxi, and you're going you're gonna to get there safe. So we get in the taxi, and then I'm like, again, no, wait, the taxi. No, wait. Before that, they tell, they tell us, what hotel are you at? And we tell them, blah, blah, blah. And they say, oh, that's like walking distance. And we're like, no, 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 no. Yo, también locos. It's like a 30-minute drive. Please order us a taxi, amigo. Right? <laughs> I don't know why I kept saying <laughs> yeah. amigos. Oh, because we, yeah. they ended up taking a bunch of shots with us, too. So they were our friends. Um, but they were like, no, no, no. It's very close. You can walk it. You can walk it. We're like, no, 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 no. En este estado, no. Like, we need to get a taxi. I remember it was at least more than 10 minutes. Right, right. So then we get on the taxi. And then the guy's like, okay. The taxi driver just takes off. But we literally, like, and then I, yo me acomodé así. Like, I got all comfy in the fucking taxi. And I opened the window. And I, my head, my head is, like, sticking out. Like, ready to enjoy the freaking, like, jungle. So then the taxi, like, takes off. And he literally just goes, like, like up to the stop sign and then to the left and then stops again and that was our hotel <laughs> he, <laughs> was like, he was like a little l like and then and then he's like okay we're here but i didn't hear him say we're here oh yeah actually i heard him say we're here but i thought that we were like in a van that was dropping off a bunch of people <laughs> so then i still i was still in the car <laughs> waiting and then the guy's like we're here and i'm like in my head like this isn't my hotel and then Mari was like already inside like the freaking <laughs> lobby and she's yelling Bájate, mamosa. <laughs> <laughs> she's in there like toda agarrada, like she's on a roller coaster. And I turn around, like I'm walking, and I turn around, like where the heck is this loca? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I was holding on like I was on a roller coaster. And then finally, I'm like, oh shit! And then I get off the the van, and I'm like walking. And then people are having like their their very quiet dinner, and then it, by the lobby, and we're like laughing so hard. We're crawling up like, the stairs. Yeah, we're like crawling up the stairs. And then Mari and I, we we get to our room, and then Mari decides that she wants to jump on the bed, and luego que la quiebra, dude. She like <laughs> she breaks her bed, and like all this wood fell out from the bottom of the bed. <laughs> she like broke the bed, and then. Then she's like, okay, well, then we were like, okay, let's dance. We're dancing. And then I think at some point she started skanking, like, you know, like ska. And then she yeah. kicked the rock with her bare foot. So oh, then her, like, shit. little toes were all, like, scraped up, like, <laughs> like skin peeled back and everything. Oh, because so we were in the balcony. Like, we were in the little balcony. Yeah, right? yeah, we were in the balcony. So then at some point, Mari's like, let's take a bubble bath. So I was like, okay. So we go to the bubble bath. And then I'm like, we're, like, in the in the bath together. And then at some point, I don't know what she asked me to go get or you. Oh, I don't know what you, I she said. was like, oh, music would be good. I'm like, yes, bitch, you grab your little iPod. iPod is what we used to have back in the yeah, iPad. Yeah. <laughs> iPod, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay. So I get out of the, the bath all like wet. And then I like, guess I'm walking. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, all naked and wet, dude. I'm like walking over to get the fucking uh, the, the little iPod thing. And then at, I don't know what happened. Like at some point I'm like getting near the little like iPod and I slip and I just fall on my side like hard. <laughs> it was so hard. I like fainted. <laughs> Like <laughs> yeah, and so like, I'm in the bathtub. Like, did she go to the restaurant next door? And I'm like, I put out the window. And so then I'm like, what the hell? And I guess she wakes up in that moment, right? Like she kind of gets gains consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm yelling like, hurry up with the iPod. Yeah, yeah. I gain consciousness, and I'm like, oh my god, like what happened? And I get up. Obviously, I'm like, still, like how like, did I end up naked like, on the floor? Exactly. <laughs> So then I get up and I'm like, I got the iPod, the iPod. And then I, we sit down and we enjoy the rest of the night. But then the next morning I wake up and like later in the day, my side, my whole like side of my body was in pain. And then like, I think the, the then the day after that, it was purple. Like I really like ate it. Yeah. Um, but that was our funny drunk story slash travel story too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that was all in the same day, like in the same night. Yeah. yeah. One one funny drunk story that I have with a uh, with Wendy was we went to see um, Inspector was in town right and we like Inspector so we went to like this local like bar club um, to go see Inspector right we like met people make some friends um, we're drinking obviously and then the mosh pit starts right so we're all kind of in the mosh pit and we're we're yeah. like you know we're wearing like little flat boots and stuff but like skirts like you know uh todas scott out right todas roqueras or whatever and we're like in the mosh pit and in the repente nomás miro que vuela la wendy and i was like oh shit where did she go <laughs> dude se cayó and then like you know when you're in a mosh pit and someone falls the etiquette is that you you pull them up right or the same thing someone loses the shoe they hold the shoe up so you can get it so rápido you know la levantan <laughs> and we're like all dancing we're still like dancing blah blah anyway the night progresses we're all it was me wendy and my cousin who shall not be identified <laughs> and we we like you know the night progresses we're all increasingly tipsier and then we make a trip to the bathroom right we're like okay yeah it's like it's it's time to go like we, we gotta go and then we grab our stuff and get out right so we make it out to the sidewalk and we're all tipsy the point where we're like bookends like the three of us are holding each <laughs> other up sitting on the sidewalk and we're trying to call an uber like i'm trying to call an uber on my phone but i couldn't remember the password to my phone <laughs> oh my god because you know so i couldn't remember like the password and my cousin's like give it to me i'll do it and i, I was like you know my password and she was like yeah i know my password <laughs> so it was a it was a mess dude we were trying to like get an uber we got locked out of our phones like we couldn't figure out how to order an uber so then we're like okay you know what let's just call a taxi this is all tipsy brainstorming, right? Mm -hmm. So there's there's holes in this logic. We're like, okay, <laughs> let's call a taxi. And so we Google a number. We call this taxi company. And we're like, hey, we're at this location. We need a taxi going to this location. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you're calling a different county. Like, we don't, we don't, our taxis oh don't go God. that far. And we're like, oh, okay, okay, thank you. And we're like, okay, call another one, call another one. <laughs> And then we call, and it's it's the same company. We're like, hi, we need a taxi. We're cut. We're here. Blah blah. They're like, Miss, you just called. You're in a different county. Like we don't we don't go there. <laughs> we just told you. We just told you, and we were both we were sitting like defeated, right? We were sitting mm -hmm. defeated, just like, oh my god, we're gonna have to live out here in the street. Like, what do we do? <laughs> So eventually, like, one of the phones unlocked and we were able to call an Uber. And we're like, okay, whatever. You know, we all made it home safe. We, we stayed at our, at our place. So we're like, okay, fine. Next morning, we wake up and there's, like, this wallet in the room. It's, like, somebody's wallet. And we're like, is this yours? Like, no, is this yours? Is this yours? No. We're like, what the hell? Like, who's, who is this? And we open it up and we see, like, some girl's ID. And we're like, oh, my God, was that, was she here? Like, who the fuck is she? Where did, where did this wallet come from? And so we deduced at the end of the night that we probably accidentally took her wallet when we were in the bathroom. Oh, Yeah. Pobrecita. But we gave it back. Oh, I tracked yay. her down. We gave it back. Oh, Yeah. But we returned that it. day was hilarious. That's so funny. All right. Moving on to the next question. Um, let's see this one. What is the best and worst advice you have received? I can start with this one. Um. <clears throat> So one time I went to this wine place, 
what is that called when you go oh wine tasting when you go wine tasting <laughs> and um anyways I, I went with two of my of my mentees actually um I used to mentor these students but we decided to go have dinner there and you know do a little bit of wine tasting anyways point being that the guy was serving us the guy who was serving us the wine he said we we're talking about relationships i don't know how that happened and he gave me great advice and i always think about this advice he said when you pick a partner see how they f- treat their mom because the way that they treat their mother will be the way that they treat you and i was like hmm that's pretty freaking deep because i mean for most people right your mom is like uh the the person you sh- you probably respect the most because they raised you for most people not everybody right but and you know gave birth to you brought you to this world and and most likely again raised you fed you sheltered you and so i thought that he made a great point and uh, to to really observe your partner and how they treat their parent um because that may be the way that they treat you yeah i've heard that saying you know like good, good sons make good husbands right mm. like good daughters make good mothers oh. so i think it comes from Pero que no sean muy, like, así muy mamas, boy, because, you know, no, hombre, you know, that's drama. So the question was, what is the best advice or, or The best and worst and advice worse. you have received. So either or. Okay. Okay. So I think the best advice for me, I don't know who might have been my mom or I'm not, or maybe a teacher. I don't know. I can't remember who said this to me, but I pretty much hold it um, pretty close to my everyday doings. Yeah, but the piece of advice that I think was the best was always do your best with anything that you do because you never know who's watching. Right. Yeah, I think that that me doing that and practicing that has pretty much led me in connection with a lot of really awesome people that just appreciate me putting my best foot forward. So that's been pretty valuable for me. Um, and then also I just cannot forget about Madea, man. Madea, <laughs> I'm a big Madea <laughs> fan. I think Rosie, Rosie's a big Madea fan too. But yeah. one of the one of the uh, pieces of of advice that I kind of most recently just kind of think a lot about, and it helps me set boundaries, is she does. She says a saying where she's like, "If it looks like a duck, if it's quacking like a duck, and if it's walking like a duck, then it's a duck." Right. So don't don't just like pretend like it's not a duck. Right. Um, so that's one of my favorites from Medea. Um, but when I think about worst advice, the worst advice I think <laughs> I've gotten is just fuck them. Just yeah. fuck them. <laughs> Nothing will happen. Just fuck them. Um, and that's usually like my own advice to me. Like <laughs> nobody told me that it was just me thinking that's that. my inner dialogue. Yeah, my inner dialogue. It's OK to just fuck them. Right. But then I'm like, no, no, uh, that has not worked out well for me because I'm not a just fuck them person. Um, so that's the worst advice I've given to myself. But outside of that, I've, I've also had advice where people say, just pretend like nothing happened. That's and that's also not good advice just for, for my own self. I think some people might appreciate that advice. But. Yeah, I can't pretend like nothing happened. Like, I always have to address the the elephant in the room. Yeah, that's true. I think for me, this question, it's kind of hard for me to think of, like, um, I don't have that great of a memory. So, um, but I think with advice, it's really situational, right? Because some advice that I've gotten at a certain point in my life sounds like it makes sense. Like, it, it applies and it's great. And then years later, maybe I'm in a different place and I look back and I'm like, damn, that was terrible advice. Like, that was a terrible <laughs> thing to advise young me to do. Like, that was terrible. But I think one of the like, aha, kind of, I guess it's not advice, but one of the like, aha sayings that kind of stuck to me was my sister and I used to always fight when we were kids, right? We would, we would always fight. And my dad would always say this thing. He said, cuando yo me muera, ustedes son lo único que van a tener, right? Like, when I die, you she is the only thing that you will have left and you are the only thing that she will have left. Yeah. And I think since then, you know, obviously like I, I continue to keep that in my mind and you know, my sister and I fought a lot growing up, but now we have, you know, a great relationship I would say, but I always think about that, right? Like when my parents pass, if, if they pass before we do, like she is the only thing that I'm going to have left. And so I want to like nurture that relationship and grow it and, you know, preserve it. Mm. Yeah. That's great advice. And it's so funny how I think as we're young, we um, grow, I mean, we fight a lot with our siblings, but as we get older, uh, we tend to sometimes, you know, get closer to our siblings. Right. Okay. Let's go to our next question. What are the worst pickup lines you have experienced? And then what was the best? 
the best and the worst pickup line. Well, uh, well, not so long ago, actually, I went to, I had just uh, gotten out of a relationship. And so me and my girlfriend, um, she was also, also had recently gotten out of a relationship. And so we're like, let's go dance. And so we ended up at this little club uh, slash bar, which is a lot of fun here in L.A. Um, anyways, they closed it down, I think, now. But we ended up going to this place, dancing. And this guy, like, he's staring at me all night, although he's dancing with this other girl. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's gay. Because I'm like, why is he, you know, maybe he's just like, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, cool. Well, he's dancing with another girl. But then I make my way to the restroom because, well, I have to pee. I pee a lot if you guys don't know me. But when I drink, like, <laughs> I am like a waterfall. So, so who's who's wasting the water now? <laughs> you know what? I don't flush all the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like my mother. <laughs> so I go to the restroom. And as I'm like trying to get to the restroom, like he comes from behind me. And like he tries to like push me into the restroom type of deal thing. And I'm like, hey, like what the hell? He's like, oh, hi. My name is blah, blah, blah. He had like a really funny name too. And I was Flavio. like, oh. No, it was like like Everardo or something random. Like, who named you that? Like, <laughs> yeah, something random. And um, and then he's like, oh, you know, something. He said something about like I noticed you from the dance floor, right? Whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, you were done. You were dancing with some other girl, right? In my head, I'm like, I thought you were gay. So he's like, okay, well, I just wanted to introduce myself. And then he he went like this woof, with his little finger, and he flopped me with a business card. <laughs> He flopped you in the face? Well, he flicked it? <laughs> that would have been funny. No, no. He just went like, here's my business card type of deal thing, right? Like a little move, like a little, uh -huh. I don't know, blobio type of move. He's like, here you go. I'm like, what the hell is this? Is this a coupon or what? Right? <laughs> like, am I getting so another she, free drink? Dude, who gives a business card at a club? Exactly. That's why I was like, what the hell is in his little fingers, right? And so then he's like, here. And I'm like, oh. He's like, call me and i was like for what like are you trying to sell me a service like i don't understand what's what happening what was the service or what was the nothing he was trying to pick me up that was it his was just line. his name and it was, it was his was... name and his phone number it had his oh cell phone number God. and it had his email yeah this guy was huh. like making business cards to pick up women at the club interesting yeah and then i told yeah. i go back to my girlfriend <laughs> i'm like hey bitch i guess we're fucking getting old because look I this is how they're picking people up now with business cards like we are fancy now right so that was the the best and the worst pickup line i think yeah i couldn't i couldn't think of any like best ones um it'll probably come to me but i can think of a worst one and in this people might relate to this one um but the worst pickup line and i really hate this line but anyways i'll, I'll give you context one time i was like standing I was standing at a corner because Rosie was actually going to pick me up. She was like, she dropped me off. I was going to get money out of the the ATM. And then she was like, I'm going to just rotate the block and I'm going to pick you up. And I was like, okay. So then I got money out and then I'm waiting at the corner. And then this guy comes walking by and like right in my face. He looked all like, like the sun has been cooking him. And he's just been like marinating in alcohol. He was like drunk, looking sunburnt, no teeth. Got in my face and he was like, "Mamacita, right?" Ew. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking no. hate that pickup line, and I and, and it's the worst one ever. I hate it. But my response to that was like, "Yo no soy su mamá," like, nah. <laughs> like I was like, "I ain't your mama." And then he started laughing. He he just busted out laughing. He's like, "That was a good one. That was a good one." But yeah, that was like the worst pickup line. I'm 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 pretty sure other people might relate to that one. Just like señores, ya todos. Tostados y cocinados. I know, I'm calling you mamacita. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the worst one for me. I can't think of a, of a good one, though. Yeah, there's yeah. never a good pickup line, I think. Yeah, right. I that's had a hard time thinking about that. I was like, what is a, a, a good pickup line that would actually be like, okay, I want to continue talking to this person? Right. What about, like, have you ever gotten, hey, are you Jamaican? Because Jamaican no. me honey, man. <laughs> Ew, no. no. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh my god well, was that the jamaican guy you dated because you said you dated the jamaican <laughs> yeah yeah no actually no i've never experienced that i don't even know where i heard that from but that was <laughs> <laughs> but now you guys can say you experienced it <laughs> i know you guys are all like uh no i'm not i'm not should i be <laughs> should i be jamaican <laughs> That's I think the only one that I remember, I'm sure there are others. The only one I remember personally hearing is that, did you, did it hurt? 
or like some version of <laughs> that <laughs> did it hurt i'm like what when you fell from heaven i think that's the only one that i can remember right now worst pickup line i have to say kind of like related to the one you're saying wendy this used to piss me off hey oh my god like it's not even like they didn't even bother with words they're just right. like cat call yeah like the it, I find that super annoying. I used to get really mad when I was younger. I haven't heard it in a while. Right. Oh, shoot. Does that mean we're getting old? Yeah, that does <laughs> mean we're getting old, for sure. Damn it. You, you know, I used for to. For sure, because it's only it. los viejos rabo verdes yeah. that be using that. So, and you know, they're only after young girls, so. Right. I used to hate That's suegra. <laughs> oh, that was funny. You know, Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're the suegra. <laughs> to my mom. Like, if my mom was walking with me. And then yeah. the, the the nasty viejo. Sometimes when I was walking with my sister, because they always thought my sister was my mom, he would say that, suegra. Pobrecita. She's like, what the hell? The, horrible. I'm horrible. only two years older. <laughs> there was one pickup line that I, it wasn't directed towards me, but it was just really funny. So I went on a girl's trip to Vegas, right? So it was like eight of us. We were like deep. We go to this club and it's this dude trying to pick up on my friend, right? Pick up on my girlfriend. And he's just like talking to her, blah, 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 blah. And he throw, throws out his credit score, oh. right? And I don't even remember if it was an impressive credit score, like if it was good enough for you to be throwing <laughs> out para presumir. But she turned around and told us and we were dying. Like the rest of the trip, that fool was a joke because he was throwing out his credit score. And then we started singing the Aladdin song. Like, I can show you the world. Going <laughs> to freaking credit score. That's so random. Yeah. I Imagine like, he gave you his social security number. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's he trying to do? Like, oh, I have a good credit score. Like, are you going to buy me a house? Or what? Why am, I, why am I supposed to care about that? I guess so. When you're trying to pick me up at the club. Right, right, right. He was thinking futuristic, like ahead. Like, so that you know that I can afford a house for you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but that's kind of awkward. All right, ladies. So we have one last question here. Um, what brings you happiness? That's what brings me happiness? Um, yeah, I think that when I think about happiness, like this is what I've learned about happiness, right? Because I think that when I was younger, I was like, I want to be happy. I want to, you know, you, you're, you know, on the journey to finding kind of like this consistent happiness, right? And so far what I've learned is that you know, happiness is not something that you feel for a long period of time. I think it, it's it's something that, that comes and goes, just like other emotions do, right? Like fear, sadness, guilt, shame. Like those are emotions that aren't sustaining themselves for long periods of time, but they come and go. Um, so the key for me to like to feeling happy is just being able to actually identify it and and being able to stay with the feeling as long as I can in the moment, like really experiencing in that moment. Um, and if I'm able to identify happy moments more often, then it feels like happiness comes more frequently. Um, so I don't think that there's like one one thing that makes me happy because sometimes like, for example, my doggy Coco, she makes me so happy, but sometimes she stresses me out because she'll fake injuries. <laughs> and then I'm like trying to like figure out what's wrong with her and then also fearing like having to take her to the vet and all those freaking exams that they give you that go on like two grand you know turns out right. she had nothing but air and she needed to <laughs> fart or something dumb but yeah i think that overall though like if i think about like you know friends make me happy music makes me happy and stuff like that but the the one thing that does bring me consistent happiness more so than not is my stinky dog coco uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i i agree with that statement you know when i was younger i i thought like happiness was a permanent state right like once you're happy like you you've accomplished that you've you've made it and you generally stay happy which you know we I've come to find that isn't true so but i do think there's moments of like genuine like bliss or like genuine happiness that that come uh for me also my little dog my family my friends, brunch. I fucking love brunch. Brunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the sunset, uh, being on the beach, traveling. Like, it's a lot of activities. And, and you know, I've also realized that it's like working towards a goal makes me happy. I may be stressed out and I'd be overworked. I maybe feel overworked or feel tired. But I am generally happy, like, when I'm working towards a goal, more so than actually reaching it. 
you know, because mm-hmm. like reaching the goal, you're happy for like, you know, the day like I made it, I did it, whatever it was. But then my brain kind of goes to like, OK, well, like what you know, well, what's next? Whereas when right. I'm working towards a goal, it's like I, I feel like productive, like, OK, I'm, I'm getting closer to this thing. I'm getting closer to this thing. So I, I do think it, it uh, happiness obviously is subjective, but it comes in like little moments. Yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah, I agree with um, the, the two of you. Um, and I definitely agree with you, Rosie, because, yeah, like you mentioned, like my friends. It's so funny. We share a lot of the things that bring us joy, I guess, uh, like friends, family, traveling, Sunset, I love the sunset. I hate the sunrise because I am not a morning person. But um, mine is kind of similar to yours. I, I feel really happy when I see zero in my inbox, in my emails, <laughs> because I feel accomplished for that day. Like, damn, I got everything on my little checklist done. And I usually work from a checklist. Like, and, and like, I put everything on my little calendar. And if everything has a little check mark, then I feel like, complete like happy like yes I, I I did everything I said I was gonna do for today and it does make you feel like productive and then after that I'm like okay now I'm gonna lay down and watch an episode of Netflix and it turns into like 10 and next thing you know it's three in the morning and I hate myself but <laughs> I like that feeling of just like getting things done and feeling that feeling of productivity so even like on my rest days I'm like okay ahora que voy a hacer? let me planchar this let me do this let me do that I feel like just being constantly um, busy with fun projects uh, makes me happy, like the the process of it, as you mentioned. And then the end of it, too, like, okay, cool, it all got done, and now now I can relax. So that, that brings me a lot of happiness. And um, having a nice, clean house. <laughs> after the end of the day, like if people come over after I limpiar, and then I'm like, ah, happiness. Mm. Oh, you, <laughs> know what's one nice of my, you know what's one of my little ones, but it makes me really happy? Coming home to the bed made mm. so i've gotten so much better at making my bed because i just love that feeling of come home and the bed like está tendida. Mm. yeah i um this other i'm just, uh, now that i hear you guys talking i'm like what i i like a lot of my happy moments like when i'm thinking about them right now are like they have to do with animals like like i i back in the day i used to live in this in this house where i had befriended a a hummingbird her name was honey boo boo and oh my god i remember that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and and she would come like every morning and i like put it put you know some some uh some um some of her little honey mix in the little feeder and she would just visit every morning and she would she was awesome but now i moved into this place and the, the, i have this tree and it just so many hummingbirds visit that tree and today I was sitting out in the backyard and I just, just hear, I, I hear the little like distinguished like chirping of hummingbirds. So I look up and they're just like, it feels like they're like just kind of like, gar- like my little guardian angel. So yeah, that, mm. that makes me happy too. Like seeing little hummingbirds. You're like, honey boo boo? Is honey that you? Honey boo boo's cousin. Yeah. Did you follow? <laughs> honey boo boo's cousin. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's been a, a pleasure taking part of, of Spilling La Sopa podcast for the past, like, I don't know, like 10 months that we have been, almost a year that we started this whole podcast, the talks of it, the, the writing of it, and then the actual recording of it monthly. And so, um, you know, I've had so much fun with you ladies and with the audience as well, with the público. Thank you for chiming in and asking us these questions. That really helps us kind of see what our life is like as well. And and our likes and dislikes and um we hope to continue uh with the podcast and we hope that you continue to listen to our podcast uh for the next season definitely next season will be coming up we're gonna take a little break um but we are gonna continue to interact with all of you guys through instagram obviously if you want to send us an email you can always go ahead and do that but i'm looking forward to see what second season has uh coming i also agree the experience has been super just eye-opening in the sense that you know we we've all took this like risk of just being more disclosing about us about our experiences and hopefully provided some insight about normalizing certain certain thoughts and behaviors and and just things that we go through as a community um so I just want to give special thanks to those listeners that have been so like faithfully interacting with us on and 
in our platform. Uh, special thanks to those that also submitted the questions. Um, specifically, I'll name the, the people that sent questions. This is their Instagram handle, Andrea C23. Thank you so much. Just Wendy 86, Mitokaya, muchas gracias. Belenchon, thank you. Yo, pretty girl, social underscore flower. Love you, bug 8112. Thank you for your questions. And invader underscore vex. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening, for interacting with us. Um, you know, as as we've all mentioned, it's been a really fun project and it's also I think strengthened our friendship or you know our connection with each other as we've uh, worked on you know bringing you content and then also just learning some new stuff about each other too um, so with that we bring season one to a close Yay! <laughs> y como dice Porky Pig that's all folks Till next season, don't forget to give us a like, follow, and review on Apple Podcasts para que algún día esto nos saque de pobres. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us for today's topic. Special thanks to our audio editor and producer, HG, from Beat Farm Productions. Hasta la próxima, and remember to join us next time by tuning in with your amigas to Spilling La Sopa. Spilling la sopa. Spilling la sopa.